here. Back with another edition of the DW Coach Show. It's a really nice day outside. I'm excited to be back. It is literally like 86 degrees outside and sunny. Hard to believe. My hands are a little sweaty. You know, and it's not because I'm sitting next to you. <laughs> I'm not nervous. I promise. It's just hot outside. You know, this morning I was um, I was on that discovery call with our new client from New York. Really excited about that project. And uh, I, we've reoriented the desks in here. Yep. So now I'm staring out the window. So now I've got some window blues. You know, I'm like the kid next to the window in class who's like not really paying attention. As they call the daydreamer. A daydreamer. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying not, I mean, that, sure. I took notes. Everything was good. Did you good. do stuff today? <laughs> I did a little work. <laughs> but during a you know two hour long meeting, you can get a little daydreamer-esque, I, I mean, you know, especially yeah. if you're the one not talking, obviously. You, you know, I love those meetings and I had a really, I think, interesting one today because we were talking to a dean who was just like really tuned in on how to connect your program to the needs of the market, to the needs of the people. Yeah. Um, but it's also a lot to take in. Yeah. You know, afterward, you're just sort of like, blah, you and know, I you're think, just you have know, brain drain. I, I think you were prefaced for this meeting with a, you know, 84 slide right. presentation, uh, which right. is a little overwhelming <laughs> to hear from. It ended up being only about 48 or 50 or so. Right, right. right. And it was good information too. <laughs> uh, and I think that's really fun. I think one of the great things about working in higher ed is like, you kind of have to know your stuff a little, right? Yeah. Like you have to bring some actual numbers and, and facts and figures in. Yeah. Uh, you know, well, if, I, if your power's on. True. I was going to say, I, we were excited just to have the meeting. I know you were excited <laughs> just to sit in because there was a possibility that it was not going to happen. Uh, too. So. I feel like your life scheduling and rescheduling stuff in the middle of snowpocalypse 2021 has been very difficult. I mean, not as difficult, certainly, as people going through sure. these issues, but I mean, it has been touch and go to keep meetings going. As a project manager, we have had to, I've had to reschedule three meetings today <laughs> as of, and you know, some of them can't even re reply to the, my emails because, well, obviously their computers aren't charged. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> so, many, out. so many people in Texas, Louisiana, and other parts of the country, even up in Oregon without power, mm -hmm. in Texas without water, that's a lot of schools. That's a lot of international students, right. residential students. Uh, I mean, this is a big mm -hmm. deal. I lived in Texas. You live, I mean, you're from Oklahoma. I lived in Texas for 18 years. I've never seen anything like this. It's absolutely wild. And I, my heart is very much with them right now because I hate cold weather as it is. Sure. Yeah. I'd say the closest thing was, you know, there was an ice storm that I went through as a kid where I watched. I mean, I was, my brother was sitting at the front window with a big glass window and one of our major oak, oak trees in the front yard, or I think it was, could have been something else, falls and uh -huh. almost hits the house. And just like ever since then, it's been a little shocking and, you know, be a little cautious with with weather and stuff but like you know texas is definitely like on the oklahoma is has not been as in bad of shape there's been people out of power oklahoma city usually has a tough time with the power and right. stuff tulsa not as bad but uh dallas uh and the rest of texas experiencing so much of that yeah my dad lives in east texas and he's a um he's kind of a cattle rancher you might say and he sent some photos from the ranch uh yeah you can see him there and i can tell you this is east texas this is not too far from louisiana and it looks like North Dakota. 
<laughs> doesn't yeah. it? Just absolutely wild. You would look at that photo and say, that's not Texas. Come on now. It doesn't feel like Texas <laughs> at all. It feels like the Smoky Mountains is what it feels like. Well, while they were at Texas, <laughs> I was um, I was hanging out at the beach. Uh, I went and played some volleyball this weekend. Oh, did so, you? Uh, just got, you know, had somebody take a shot at me just looking cool. And Where stuff. do those sunglasses come from? Uh, some, so I borrowed them from a female. Yeah, they look very like you look like someone who's going to sell me drugs in 1968. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the look I was going for. Come on, man. This will get you high. Like real, real after school special drug dealer look <laughs> to me. Uh, I think it looks pretty cool. Obviously, yeah. I didn't keep the sunglasses because, well, they're not, you know, I might trash them after this. <laughs> Did you? So you were up in the Smokies. That and even, yeah. you know, my parents even uh, oh, wow. experienced. Am I know, jumping my, ahead? No, my mom sent me a shot okay. of some of the snow as well. Yeah. And, you know, we kind of oh, wow. compared shots. This was her shot while, you know, mine was more of like, sorry, I'm at the beach. Sorry. <laughs> like, sorry. Well, did <laughs> you, you this is a lot of snow even for Tulsa, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. You know, they got up to six inches between, you know, six to seven inches, I think is, <sighs> is kind of uh, quite a bit for them. And it's been, you know, some of that more powdery snow as well. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Eric was sending me some videos and, and stuff like that. My mom sent me this photo and, and whatnot. But you know, I, and just like you were saying, like I even I even went up and saw some snow yeah. recently. I was going up for a trip for my uh, roommate's bachelor party up in Tennessee to the kind of the Smoky Mountains. Kind of a secluded bachelor party, correct? We were, yep. We had like a log cabin and yeah. hung out there and stuff. And um, but uh, it was very picturesque gorgeous but there was not snow when i got up there there was snow when i was leaving and this yeah. is how we woke up the morning that we were supposed to be gone and stuff and it kind of delayed stuff a little bit but it was it was a it was pretty cool i haven't seen snow i've been living in florida i haven't seen snow in like a while even when i go home for christmas there's not usually snow in oklahoma like on christmas it comes in february and uh -huh. in march randomly like it's not cool you know derek i was um well, what was that? Two years ago, when we were doing some work for the uh, that took us to the craft beer craft brewers convention, or it took me to it yeah. in uh, Denver. Mm -hmm. uh, so we were at the craft brewers convention in Denver, down at the convention center. And when I came into town, it was eighty degrees. I yeah. was in a t-shirt and jeans. The temperature dropped that night like sixty degrees. It went down to twenty-eight, I think. Is yeah, I believe that's right. That and we had a blizzard. And it was, I, I mean, I truly, as a Floridian and even as a Texan, I never really experienced that. And it was sort of okay. We had a fun time. I was hanging out with a bunch of brewers, so we, sure. we, we kept warm, you know. But, um, the blood was warm. <laughs> yeah. But I was just, I don't know. It's just amazing to me. You can't, you can't deny nature. Mm -hmm. You cannot deny nature. You want to. You think you can. You can't. Yeah. You can't do yeah. it. Mother Nature always wins, and something that we've learned here, that I've learned here since I've lived here, is that more uh, specifically, the ocean always wins. Oh, water! Man. Water is a winner in all situations. Absolutely, even down to the ice. So, absolutely. Well, so was that your first time up in the Smoky Mountains? Yeah, that was my first. Time. Did you have a good time up there? It was good. What are the dynamics of a bachelor party in twenty twenty one? Is it is it bro heavy? <laughs> is it uh? competitive you know what i mean like what what is what is the general vibe if you had to just put a vibe stamp on it what was what's the vibe it was um it was pretty bro heavy i played dad a lot of the okay. weekend i was i, could see I was the caretaker yeah more or less because i'm more or less the responsible more more responsible one uh but i was totally. also the youngest one there too <laughs> so i you know i had to kind of keep things in check a little bit too because they were they were having they were having a good time. Let's you know. I always tease you about 
you know, we always give you a hard time here. The kind of uh, virtual Baba Booey from time to time. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't give you what people don't hear is you are supernaturally mature and responsible for your age. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, like, so I see that. I see you playing the dad role real hard and like just getting everyone's receipts and, uh, you know, just yeah. making sure that we could write this off yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I think you're just giving me a shout out so my mom knows I'm doing, I'm being responsible. You're a good here. guy. <laughs> you know, I, I really mean this. I don't think Holly needs to worry about you. I remember, uh, no more than she, she knows how to worry about yeah. you already. When I, when I first came on, I know she kind of had those worries and stuff like that. And we all you, were. You, <laughs> we were all worried. <laughs> Derek, a lot going on with the DW Co. Radio. Yeah, I dropped a big announcement last week. Yeah. Big announcement this week is that um, there's music coming in. Mm-hmm. It's playing. And people are liking it is what we're hearing. Yeah, so I want to take a minute. So for those of you who didn't listen to the first uh, episode of season two of the DW Co. show uh, last week, we announced that you can go to dwhiteandco.com slash radio uh, or just click on radio from the main menu at dwhiteandco.com. And we built a college radio station for everyone that loves higher education. 24-7 it's running. And so, but but... I think what I want to make sure that people understand is that part of what we're doing with this process is we're showing people the iterative process of building this station, right? Like we're actually doing what a lot of people never want to do, which is show you how it's done. We're we're doing it this old house style, Mm -hmm. you know? And so right now the process that we're in is adding to the music. By the way, can you hear Toby's food bowl going off? Yep. (laughs) <laughs> he'll be running through here oh, any moment. Oh, 100%. Here he comes. But no, but <laughs> so so what we're doing right now is we're building that music library based on the music that people are telling us they want to hear. And we're building that into shows, mm-hmm. into specialty programs, into different voices mm-hmm. over the course of the next year. So if you start listening to DW Co. Radio right now, you may not hear everything that you want to hear, sure. but you're going to be part of a process. Uh, something that's growing, and even some of the work you've been doing, uh, adding some of our, our basically people call it thought leadership, but some of our, our work talk mm-hmm. uh, yeah. into maybe a specialty program, mm-hmm. and then also just building a community of Jacksonville music. Yep, for sure. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I think people want it. I think we've expressed how interesting the Jacksonville music is, and even with the history of it, it's, it's interesting and it's fun and it's right. good talent. Uh, and that hasn't stopped just because, uh, you know, there's not some, you know, major, there's a few, few pretty big names out there right now from Jacksonville. Oh, for uh, sure. We're kind of putting those on the station. Who, who, uh, who all have you kind of been, uh, getting and, uh, playing out there? Well, see, you're better with live music than me because you probably go out more than I do now. So I'm going to need your help. And, but, yeah. but so the thing that's been interesting about the radio station is people, the people that are loving it the most are people right here in Jacksonville right mm-hmm. now because they love music. They love, and we could program this whole station almost completely out of Jacksonville bands, old and new. Sure. And so, but we've told people about the station and they've said, oh, it's going to have to have Leonard Skinner on it, you know, and there's plenty of Leonard Skinner on it. That's fine. We're going to definitely mix some of that in, but <laughs> there is so much Jacksonville music. Yeah. That's why we, that the Jacksonville Historical Society is a, uh, starting a, a Jacksonville Music Museum in the old Casket Factory. 
there's so much. Ray Charles, Jelly Roll Morton, um, the 95 South and, and the Miami bass sound, a lot of that happening here. And then there's a lot of music that's happening right now. Mm-hmm. And it's being made by people that are just in our community. Mm-hmm. So you have, uh, we're adding bands like Phase Wave, who is a just killer indie rock band. I like them, yeah. They're I really do too. Good. They're they great. Really, they have a really good sound. They sound awesome. Uh, we're adding music. We're adding the new EP Lotus by Lands, which is like an indie electronic pop sound. And they... They're literally uh, here in the Murray Hill community serving coffee at Back of Yeah, yeah. And getting covered in Vanity Fair and, and all of this great stuff. So um, we're adding those people in. And hopefully before long, we'll have maybe some Jacksonville specialty programming that we can talk about. I think the first time that I listened to Lands and some of those other bands, I'm like, I, I get so surprised that they're from Jacksonville. I'm like, they're from Jacksonville? Like, because I'm like, that's really good. The like, level of quality Such good is, quality. That's exactly what I'm talking it's about. It's like, what blows me away is like, you know, usually when you see a local music scene, it, it feels local. Feels local. Yep. <laughs> I, and that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Right? The, the, the bands here are more or less, almost all of them, Yeah. like ready for a bigger stage. Yeah. They are. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And their ability to record music is... I mean, they're producing great recordings. I, I'm worried that people in Jacksonville don't understand what's happening. They need to be aware of this. We This is happening now, and it's right. time to, to start celebrating it and, yeah. and, and shaping it as part of our brand. You know, uh, one of the events that I just kind of thought about that we haven't talked a lot about is that uh, Jack's River Jams that's coming up. Oh, yeah. Uh, and downtown on the uh, yes. where the landing used to be, I think yes. that's where that's going to be. Um, you know, still got to learn a little bit more info about it, but I know that that's coming up in the springtime. Uh, and they're going to, you know, there's four or so weekends where they're going to be having, you know, bands, local bands, right. bands from around in and around the area coming in and, and playing. And so I'd be excited to maybe, you know, review that or yeah. discuss that um, and maybe pick up a little steam about some more of the Jacksonville uh, artists that are around. They're, they're really talented. Yeah, we've got a lot planned for DW Co. Radio. So check it out, dwhiteandco.com slash radio. And hey, it's Darren one more time here from DW Co. Radio. Tune in to AM Gold. That's our morning program. That starts at about, uh, what time do I start that at? Seven now? I've kicked it up to like seven or eight, I think. It runs until noon, so all morning. And what are you getting? You're getting boomer oldies. You're getting millennial oldies. I'm talking about Classics 4, and I'm talking about Beck together. And then you've got all the Jacksonville hits. We just played Danny Joe Brown Band's Edge of Sundown. One of the first MTV video hits. You can find all of that on AM Gold every morning, twenty every every day of the week on DW Co Radio at dwhiteandco.com slash Derek Radio. You got it. That sounds epic. It is epic. Major epic. <laughs> yeah. You know, we didn't uh, kind of discuss the big surprise. I know. Maybe we should just do that now. We've got a big surprise. Want to cut to the video? Let's cut to the video. Perfect. Hey, Jacksonville. It's uh, friends Darren and Derek. And uh, we just want to thank you for making us the people's choice for best gingerbread house at the Jacksonville Historical Society event. And uh, we want to celebrate in style. Derek, uh, I noticed that you have a youth poncho on. Correct? It was by accident. I didn't mean to buy it, but... It's all they had left. It looks like the one that... Was it really the only one they had left? Yeah, but I didn't know it was youth. 
Yeah, well, it looks like you bought the wrong one, but either way, thank you so much. Remember to support the Jacksonville Historical Society, the Downtown Council, and thank you, the people. And just because we're celebrating, don't think this is the last time we're talking about this. It ain't over. We've ain't talked over. about it in six episodes, and we're still rolling. Defending champs. All right, let's do this. So, that was fun. That was messy. It was weird. It was, uh, weird covers it, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you were doing with that gingerbread house, but it's done, it was interesting. It didn't seem right. <laughs> oh, man, Derek, time for on-brand, off-brand. This is a special time, and you've got a great I'm, topic for us here. I'm ready for And this. I'm excited to talk about it. Uh, do you want to set this up? Because there's a lot going on here. There was a social media campaign there was a grassroots campaign. Yep. I mean, let's let's talk about what our on-brand, off-brand is this week for Jaguars. There's a lot to unpack, but the, the big headline for this on-brand, off-brand yeah. is Jaguars officially go back to teal uniforms. Teal is primary. Now, how did what was going on? I didn't even understand this, but they were spelling it out on Twitter. Did you hear about this? I, I guess I guess not. Okay, I'm, well, I'm not that specific <laughs> one. Derek, you're Maybe the worst not. news guy ever. I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> no, listen. <laughs> so e. That's oh. literally what they were doing. They were they were posting tweets, and the first letter of each tweet, you could read down, and it spelled uh, teal is primary. And some uh, dude picked up on it. Actually, E. Dilla, who is a, a, mm-hmm. on a, a local podcast here, right? Um, and then it, it went national. With people like The Good Place retweeting it and others so that we could have teal primary jerseys. Now, here's the question. How do you feel about it? I feel good about it. I think <clears throat> we really like the color teal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the color teal looks um, good on the Jaguars when they play. They look electric and they look energized and fun to watch. And whenever they look faster when they move around, even though that's not true. Like, they're just as fast as they are. But yeah. it looks cooler. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously it matches the colors that we have around town a little bit more. Like it's we've true. got the ocean here and we've got, uh, some beautiful greens and stuff that mix in with that blue and right. just, I, it matches a little bit more than just like black, black kind of became that one of those primary colors that they, they were wearing tons of black and, um, it just, uh, we, we have so much, uh, diversity of nature here that, uh, you've got to be a little bit more colorful um, with a primary color. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I'm, ex- I'm excited to, to see. Uh, maybe, maybe they roll out a few new uniforms, possibly. So, You know, I'm going to be honest with you. going to be a little controversial. Yeah. 
I'm normally a big teal fan. Okay. I really like teal. You see where this is going, don't you? But I feel black, gold, and teal as an accent color would be super cool. Like, it looks better. The teal to me, like, I like it. But if we're going to go back to teal, I want to see some really awesome jerseys. I just don't want to see some kind of knockoff Dolphins kind of look. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. We're going to have to have some cutting edge. Uh, right. Stuff come in. I, I think that's pretty true. So, but so it, on brand or off brand move for the Jaguars? I guess I'll, I'll let you make the call. For the Jaguars or for Jacksonville? For for Jacks. Let's do for Jacksonville. The Jaguars have a tough time staying on brand. So. <laughs> for Jacksonville, on brand or off brand? Yeah, it's on brand. I mean, I know I think it's a safe choice. Yeah, I think that's kind of where I was leaning, but obviously, like, you know. The Jaguars will do what they're going to do. We'll see how it turns out. But That's one way of putting it. They're, they've had a little tough few media days already. So. Yeah, a few, uh, tough few decades for sure. So what's going on next week, Derek, uh, in the world of DWCAP? Well, we'll be doing more talks with client, and the project work will be picking up. Uh, we'll have another show for you guys next week. Tune in to DWCO Radio at dwhiteandco.com slash radio uh, and give us some requests, get some input. So there's a lot of fun stuff going on next week. And... Um, you know, we'll be getting back together uh, next week to work as well. You know, Derek, I realized in the last uh, episode of DW Coast Show, I didn't give you your final thought. Yeah. You've got 90 seconds. You always go over. Let's do it. Are you ready? I'm, I'm ready. I've got a little personal hobby going on right now, and I'm just saying this because it's right next to me. I, had, I really had nothing in mind, but uh, I've got this... Um, Sour Beer Scrapbook. Oh, yeah. Now, this is not, in turn, the scrapbook, but what is going to be in the scrapbook is labels off of sour beers. So if you catch a cool sour beer or anything like that at a brewery or maybe you've ordered them or picked them up from the store, shoot me a photo or, better yet, send me the label. I think we need to talk to our friends Tron and Mason and Kendrick. No doubt. uh, Who uh, dabble in this work professionally. They do. We know a few guys that... They make these labels. Right. I don't know. I thought it was cool. I like sour beers, but I also like the artwork and the design that goes into putting those together. They just, they look cool and they're fun. And so. Giving the love to the sours. Always. Derek, thanks for, uh, thanks for giving us that final thought. And you came in. I mean, we have time to spare. You just want to sit here in silence or. Usually we end it before that part. All right, guys, we'll see you next week.